0: Indigenous-themed Calling Country Fireworks will usher in the city of Sydney's New Year Eve celebrations at 9pm on New Year's Eve. The event welcomes everyone to Gadigal Land with projections celebrating the local histories and contemporary experiences of Indigenous storytellers through art, song, sound and dance. The display will be set to a unique soundtrack by proud combo man Rowan Savage. And I'm happy to say Rowan is joining us on NITV Radio to take us through his extraordinary participation in one of the most exciting celebrations of the year in Sydney. Welcome to NITV Radio, Rowan. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, Rowan, you're taking part in one of the biggest New Year Eve celebration events in the country, if not the entire world. How does it feel being part of this event?
1: Look, it's really been a privilege to be part of the experience. I'm living off-country in Sydney. My country is Combamere country up around the Gold Coast. Um, I didn't grow up there, you know, for, for kind of um, family reasons. Um, I've mostly lived in Sydney. So it's really nice to be able to contribute to such an important event that's happening, you know, on, um, on Gadigal lands. I think that Sydney obviously was, a, was an important site pre-colonisation but, um, you know, is a really important site for blackfellas, um, you know, in the, in the kind of post-colonisation period as well if you think about the history of places like um, La Perouse, Redfern, you know. So um, it's been, although I'm living off-country, it's been really nice for me to be able to contribute to, you know, giving some kind of um, work that foregrounds and recognises the importance of Black culture and and Black history in Sydney and in Australia.
0: Now, your participation is in the form of a soundtrack that will be played in the background of the Indigenous-themed event. Tell us about the soundtrack.
1: The piece that I've made, in my musical practice, I, I generally use field recordings to make dance or club-oriented kind of music, and that is the type of piece that I've made for the fireworks. And I often use recordings from my own country, from Common country. That's what I tend to do. Um, but actually for this piece, you know, because it's not, it's not a kind of personal piece about, about my country, but it's, it's much wider than that, then for this piece I've sourced those recordings from lots of different places but if you hear the different sounds in the piece you will hear not just a standard kind of dance music track but you'll hear the sounds of the natural world in Australia so you'll hear the roar of the ocean you'll hear droplets of water in caves you'll hear kookaburras you'll hear bird noises you'll hear the noises of sticks and stones, you know, and I think having the opportunity to bring that kind of sound world, my practice is really a a practice of deep listening, you know, being in spaces and slowing down and listening to those spaces with, with respect, which is what we would have, we would have done, you know, in pre-colonisation, you know, that, that was our way. We needed to do that to survive. And it was also our culture. Um, And, what my work does, I like to think, is, is bring that, you know, to a kind of dance-oriented art form, and you'll hear the, you know, high energy that, that goes with the fireworks in that piece, but still having that really deep connection to country is what I'd like to, to convey and bring listeners into.
0: Now, people will be dancing to field sounds and uh, animal sounds. How do you marry these different sounds together?
1: When I started this practice, it was definitely a challenge to think about how can I how can I make that work. It's not something that you typically hear. You wouldn't expect to, you know, be in, I don't know, on a dance floor and, you know, hear a, hear a kookaburra um, for the most part. The way that I think of it, I think of it in terms of kind of Indigenous futurism is something that I'm really interested in. And there's a whole history of Afrofuturism And Indigenous Futurism, that's about using those technologies that are the technologies of kind of coloniser societies, you know, using them to our own kinds of purposes. So taking our own kind of sound worlds and cultures and bringing them in. And so the way that I work is, you know, I will take um, sounds and transform them. So I might take the sound of a twig snapping or of a rock Hitting the ground, tumbling on the ground, and transform that into a kick drum. You know, I might take the sound of a bird call and transform that into a bird li- into a bass line. Um, and that's how that's how everything comes together in these kinds of um, you know pieces that I
0: create. The message conveyed by most artists, First Nations artists participating in these uh, First Nations theme events on New Year's Eve is a message of uh, the resilience and strength of First people and uh, First Nations. Uh, How does this... uh, Just tell us a little bit more how your art will convey this strength and resilience.
1: I think it really is in that sound world that I'm creating. You know, one of the things that, that happened to First Nations people with colonisation is that there was an attempt to take our connection to country away from us. You know, you see that in the history, of, you know, in all kinds of histories, history of people being removed from their country and sent to missions, histories of, child, histories of child removal. You know, I wasn't in touch with my culture when I was a kid. And um, one of the reasons for that was that my grandma, you know, who was, who was fair-skinned enough to pass, had passed in society because, and the, the reason that people did that, you know, I don't think anyone wanted to do that. The reason that people did that was because of systemic racism. So people had their connections and continue to have their connections removed. For me, what my work is about is reestablishing those connections with country and with culture. That's what my music work is about, you know, particularly taking field recordings. Either I take them on my own country or if I have permission, then I, I take field recordings on other people's country as well. It's always a privilege when I have the chance to do that. So that you're, you know, I'm really listening to that country and reestablishing those connections that were broken for me personally, you know, and um, so I think the, the music itself, is an expression of that resilience.
0: Now, it has only been a few years since the City of Sydney has introduced Indigenous themes events in its uh, New Year Eve celebrations. So it has really taken a long time to come about. What can you say about this, about the fact that it has taken so long for this to happen?
1: Look, I think, you know, we, we, we always... One of the things... You know that that I guess, we, as Aboriginal people, we don't ever want is to be an after is to be an afterthought. So I think that um, one way or another, you know, we've always been involved in the life of the post-colonisation city. Like again, it's not my community, but if you think about the importance of Redfern to Aboriginal people, not only in Sydney, not only in New South Wales, but across across the country, you know, in terms of political history, let's say. That always should have been recognised. And, you know, it feels like society is only catching up in the last few years and we've still got a long way to go. Um, I'm glad to be in the position to be able to do that now.
0: Yeah, and I know no, we look forward to actually just as for those who won't be able to uh, be at the foreshore to watch the events live or well, we'll be watching it uh, on our tv screens and uh, enjoying what will be on display and the music the sounds that you'll be uh, bringing to our homes uh, but before we experience that maybe and before i let you go just a parting word from you look
1: i think everyone You know, there's, there's really important political stuff that, that has to happen in this country. You know, there's a lot of, um, symbolic, um, action. Um, but there are really, there are really obvious political things, you know, that need to happen for black people, you know, um, stop killing us. Um, you know, stop taking, you know, stop taking away our kids. But there's also cultural, on the cultural level, there's also things that everyone can do to try to have a more respectful and deepen their own relationship with the landscape that they're in so that they then come to understanding and, you know, for non-Aboriginal people, come to interactions with Aboriginal people with knowledge and kind of with respect. My own practice... Has been about, you know, re-establishing those connections myself, um, and it's been so important and grounding for me in my life. But what I would say, you know, I used to be uh, like a really high stimulation person. You know, I used to—I never would have walked out of my house without a set of headphones on. And now I'm really interested in the ambient sounds of whatever country it is that I'm on. So, you know, where I live, where I live on Wangle Country. You know, I walk out, I listen to crows. We call them Wagan in my language. I listen to magpies. We call them Galamburans. You know, I listen to all of the birds. I listen to the noise of the wind in the trees. And then I also, I, I also, alongside that, try to do research, you know, on history and culture of the place that I live in as well. And I think, you know, I would encourage anyone, you know, if you if you're not living on your... If you're not living on your own country, either if you're a non-Aboriginal person, or even as it's been for me, you know, as an Aboriginal person living off country, it's such a valuable thing to do to deepen that that knowledge and that respect, and has totally changed my my perspective and my daily life. world.
0: and uh, Rowan, where can people find you besides the experiences you're bringing to us on New Year's Eve? Where can people go to get to discover your creations? Is there a website, a uh, social media page? Where can uh, people find you?
1: So people can find me on Bandcamp. I've got a release out now on Power Trip Records out of Nam. That release is called Deep Gecko Energy. And you can also find me on Instagram, Salvage, S A Triple L V A G E.
0: Thank you very much, Rowan, for taking the time to talk to us today. We look forward to enjoy your creations on New Year's Eve. And in the meantime, wishing you a very happy New Year.
1: Thank you.